You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to Kim Daily TV. Our special guest with me today, his name is Joe Brucolieri. Joe, welcome to the studio of Kim Daily TV. Hi, Kim. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure to have a former candidate, now top performer in his franchise, here to share his inspiring story. You followers of Kim Daily TV, you know that here we share the good news in franchising. If you want to hear all the misery, you go somewhere else. But here on Kim Daily TV, I find the people who have mastered what they're doing, who are at the top of their game, and Joe is in that category. So Joe is part of a company called Meineke. And the conversation that Joe and I are going to share with you today is, this is what I said to Joe, and I said, let's capture your story. So here you are in the automotive industry, which is a very competitive industry. Mm -hmm. And Joe happens to live in Dallas, Texas, which is a very competitive market, right? Saturated to the nines with everything. It is. So competitive industry, competitive market, and he's somehow risen to the top and become a top has become a top performer. And that's the story we're going to share with you. But before we do that, let's back up. And Joe, I want you to share with my followers how you met me, what you were looking for, and then we'll get to Meineke. Sure. Thank you. And thanks again for having me. Um, yeah. So it, do, it goes back a couple years, Kim. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what year that was. Might have been 2018, 2019. I was a little bit of track of the time, but um, yeah, I was uh, I was in telecommunications for I had a long career in telecommunications, 15 years. So I'm not even from the automotive industry, but I was in telecommunications. Found an opportunity to you know just exit the business. I was ready to make a change. I didn't know what I was looking for, honestly. And in that transition, there was a um, opportunity to learn about franchising. It kind of piqued my interest because owning a business was always something in the back of my mind, but, you know, it never really came to the top until I was at that crossroad and thought, you know what, you know, I'm not in my, my job anymore. I'm ending that career. What do I want to do next? And so I thought, I'm talk to my wife and I said, I'm going to sit in on the seminar and just see what it's all about. See what franchising is and how to even go about it. I love the nuggets you just dropped. Let's back up. Replay the tape, people. So first he says, I was in IT, not even automotive. So let's not bypass that too quickly. Yeah. And the second thing is, he said to his wife before he came to my event, Let's, what do you think about starting a franchise? Because in my industry, I always joke with people, Joe, and I probably said this to you, you can do this to your spouse or with your spouse, right? <laughs> right? So if, if you want to remain happily married with your spouse is probably a better word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I just want to like, am I crazy for thinking this? And she was like, no, yeah, let's, let's find out what it's about. So yes, it's exactly how it went about. It was just, 
you know, checking in with her if she thought, hey, do you mind? Let me just, because at that point, I had no idea how it worked. You know, honestly, it was like, hey, I'm going to sit on the seminar, listen to the franchise consultant speak and just see what happens. Just be open. And on that note, listeners, uh, that webinar that Joe attended is now a recorded webinar for you on my website at thedailycoach.com. So it's about a 30-minute webinar. It's a free download right now. So if you are interested to learn kind of a a fundamental uh, grassroots on the ground, what is franchising and how could it really benefit me? please go to my website and download the webinar right now. Okay, so Joe, so you you come to my my seminar, we we you liked what you heard, we engage in the consultation and we begin. So I'm sure you looked at multiple businesses. Do you remember the specific reasons why Meineke kind of rose to the top for you? I do. Yeah. So there was Multiple opportunities presented that you gave, you came to me with. Um, and obviously, you know, with my wife, you know, we just sat down and we're going through them because I wanted her input. This is a, this was going to be a team effort while it was, she was going to keep her job entering into a business as a couple is something that we discussed and whatever we chose was going to be a mutual decision, even though I was going to be taking the lead on it. Um, and so, yeah, Meineke was up there, but you know, we were really balancing between two. Um, opportunities. And I, I guess I could say what the other one was, it was a fitness concept. I won't specify which one necessarily, but we thought we had an interest in that. You know, we're athletic. We wanted, we thought maybe, you know, we can really get into that one. Let's check it out. And really that's where we started. It was like, let's go after this. And my Nikki was always number two. I'll be, I'll be honest. It was, do we want to go with this fitness one? Let's pursue it and see where it goes. Sexy fitness or dirty automotive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, gee, I wonder why fitness was probably a little bit was, more, you know, at the top. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely open-minded about it. I wasn't discounting mine. I wasn't even, I just knew what it was and I, I knew, and we could talk about, and I guess when I, when the ultimate decision came down, the factors that I chose it were always there. But like you said, the sexy fitness, let's, I mean, that seemed interesting and one we could both really dive into if we put it that way. So yeah, I mean it was it was there and Meineke was I mean they were they were neck and neck. I wouldn't say that was really a number 2, but they were definitely neck and neck, but we were pursuing the fitness one first. Hey Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. So with Meineke, Joe, what were the characteristics, like did the, the long-standing history of the Meineke brand, because I think a lot of people today may hear Meineke, like you mm-hmm. know, like you know, we think of mufflers too, right? Because they've <laughs> they've grown through the times, you know, as Absolutely. as automotive improved, you know, they had to adapt and grow or die, and so like that long-standing history was that part of like the solidarity behind you was that part of what ultimately led you down the path to mining it is yeah and that's that's a great way to, to put it as well because when you talk about the fitness concept it was new it was going to be a real you know how do you put it it's, it's a challenge because it's a new entrant to the market and you had all that newness of it whereas Meineke been around I've seen them I'm familiar with them um, the long history the evolution they went through from mufflers only to where they are now full service all that stuff struck a chord that Hey, there's a lot of roots there and um, they know what they're doing. And 
the confidence you can put behind something like that. So that's really, ultimately, that's where it ended up. I mean, we were just, ah, uh, let's do Meineke. I mean, in the end, it was like, let's let's go with the one that's more rock solid in terms of history, dependability, and then the backing of a, of a process. I love that. Yeah. Those are the reasons to invest in a franchise. So you enter this saturated Dallas market, mm. right? Saturated with everything, but especially automotive shops, yeah. right? But you're with a, 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 a brand leader. So what has that, how has their support, how has it helped you? How did it help you find to secure the right location, get up and operating um, and get to like learning about automotive to where then we're going to talk about how you, because it's always the owner that makes the difference between success and failure, right? The brand can be awesome, but it's the owner who's driving this. So the second part we'll get to is how you took it from, you know, a ground up to a top performing store. But let's just talk a little bit about how Meineke met you in your growth and getting into this new industry and site selection and getting your store. Are you satisfied with what they've done? Yeah. Yeah. They do have a really good support network. There are different um, groups that you're going to be, that we had to begin working with that they, they introduce you starting with real estate. Um, obviously finding the location is, is number one. Um, and they have a team that helps that. Um, there's different avenues they can pursue. Sometimes it's, um, when you're getting a location, there are options. There's independent shops that are looking to get out that Meineke wants to move into, or, you know, there's options to build a, build a new location. In some markets that works out where you can build brand new. In my case, um, I was looking for an existing location. Owning property was interesting, but you didn't have to do that. It's a big investment to do that. Um, so I did found a, um, through the help of Meineke, we found a prime location. I was really interested. It was near my home. Didn't have to drive far, which is convenient, which is nice. Doesn't always work out that way, but you can, you know, they give you options. You're, you're going to tour different sites. You're going to pick a site. And it came across one that was really interesting um, and found out too, it was a good market. And we talk about competition. I happened to be next door to a competitor. We got one building between us. And it's one of their top performing stores. And I didn't turn away from that. And I'm glad I didn't. But um, that was, you know, to me, I felt like, hey, if they're busy, I can be busy. <laughs> now, did you take over a struggling automotive shop or was it a thriving shop? It had, uh, it was an independent shop. It wasn't part of any kind of network. Um, they had been there many years and the owner was just time for him to, to end. I think he was just looking to get out. Um, so the building, so he ended his lease and that really opened the door for me to have an opportunity to move in. Really good. And Joe, I just want to ask the question, when did you begin the selection or start looking for that location before or after you signed your franchise agreement? Well, I did some searching on my own to begin with, but it was after we signed that really got down to how does this work? That's when they come okay, in. Okay, wait. Oh. After he signed, everybody, did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> it's a leap of faith that you're going to be able to find the right location. Sorry, Joe. I have a whole like other agenda while you're talking to like teach these listeners, right? Who, who you know, there's so much uh, control by candidates. I, I want to find the location before I sign the franchise agreement. It's no. not how it works because you don't get the full force of the franchise behind you and all that they're going to help you with until you paid the 
them money. And yes. now you're part of the team and now they're going to help you. So anyway. Yeah, that's, well, that's absolutely true. I mean, we were just eager. I mean, that's just how it was. When we, and actually, I wouldn't say we looked for a Meineke location. We would just drive around and be like, hey, that'd be a good location. Or that, you know, it was no more right. than that. So when I say looking, we were just kind of, and that's before we knew anything. It wasn't until we signed and we got to talk to the franchise uh, real estate team that we began to understand what what a location is. Mm. You know, what are they looking for? What's going to make you successful? And all those all those factors. Then then you get a different set of lenses to look through. And then we're like, ah, okay. Then we start looking. But that was after we signed. So yeah, they educated us on on locations. Because when you're a franchisee, you're not solving the problems of the business on your own. You're buying the mentorship. So first you pay, then you receive. <laughs> so, okay, I love this. So so you, you, you get to walk into something. Did you have to overcome any, um, like, did you feel there were any biases against that location? Where's, did you get mechanics? Did you get equipment? Like, t Tell the audience a little bit about what you walked into, and then we're very quickly going to talk about how you took it to the next level. Well, I think timing for that one was was good because the, the original business owner had just, just left. And I had, between me and the landlord, we got to a position where I could talk to them and find out, you know, before he demoed any of the equipment, was like, hey, let me let me review what you have here. Maybe there's there's equipment I can use, and and you don't have to destroy, you don't have to get rid of it, you don't have to clean it out. So um, in that regard, um, I did go through that conversation with the previous business owner. So that was kind of nice to have that opportunity. Second part of your question, I think I. So you did you actually buy his business, or you just took over the lease with the equipment in it? I did not buy his business. Yeah, it wasn't a, that wasn't the situation. I wasn't going to buy the business, um, so I didn't have to do that. We did make an arrangement to um, for him to leave some of the equipment. Okay, so, very different. That's a different scenario. So then, customers driving by drove by one day, and it was you know mom and pop automotive. And the next day, it's Meineke. So that's kind of interesting to the consumers driving by. It is, and we had a few customers. Um, well, it's funny we had two. I could tell you two different stories how the customers reacted to it they um they would see it under construction because one of the first things i had to do and of course you want to do this is to convert it to meineke you know it was this other entity we wanted to give it the look give it the feel of a new business that's coming in and so for for a month or whatever the time was two months painted it you know did the design put the signs up so customers driving by saw something was happening and they would come in it's funny too because i had a I had a customer come in while we were doing the work, and I don't know if she thought she could just get some repairs done, but she stayed committed to the location. I'll tell you, she she came back multiple times before we were ready to open, and then when we were open, she was one of our first customers coming through the door. So she was like, she's coming there. She was excited it was a mining game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, that was that was nice. So there was, you know, being there too as the remodel was happening, we would get people coming in asking questions. So I was there, you know, talking with them and, you know, hey, it's coming soon. You know, we're going to be open soon and encouraging them to come, you know, to the opening. So, you know, what's so fun about that? You just said that 
one building away from you was another automotive shop. And here you are building a new automotive shop and people are coming in before you're even open. So again, to the listeners, we don't know why people do what they do, but the idea is that when you're exploring a franchise, if you limit your thinking based on your belief that in a competitive market, it's saturated, there's no more opportunity, or why are people gonna come to my shop when there's another shop right over there? You will you will always end up saying no to the dream But if you just dare to follow the process and get in and work with good, solid franchisors and have faith, things start to align and work out. So, I mean, as a new franchise owner, you're not even open, Joe. It had to feel pretty good that there are signs of life in the community that people are going to want what you are about to, you know, the business you are about to open. Yeah. No, that gave me that gave me hope. And you still don't know. I mean, (laughs) we turn the lights on. We're ready to open. You don't know. Ah. Right. All right. So let's get to what you do know. So <laughs> uh, you're you're the reason that, you know, people, again, exploring franchising have this belief that it's the franchisor's job to make them successful. But what's funny is when they're successful, they don't give the credit to the franchisor. They take it all. Only when they're not successful, then they're right. They're yeah. like, oh, my franchisor didn't do this, this and this for me. So it's absolutely untrue. Owners make location successful. Owners make brands successful. Franchisors don't. So you are the reason your business has become a top performing store. Now, I know you're networked with the other locations and the other owners in Dallas, mm-hmm. some of whom I've placed and we've we've talked about that. So let's talk about what's the difference? What are you doing in your business? What do you believe has led to the success that you've enjoyed? You know, I thought about this and I think it has to be, if I just sum it up in even one word, I mean, it's, it's passion. It's passion to own my own business and to run it and to operate it. And I, I really believe in the core. That's what it is. Cause whenever we talked and finding the business, I was excited about it. I wanted to, it was, I knew in my heart, Owning my own business was something I wanted to do. I didn't know what it was at the time, but now that we've you know chosen one, I'm passionate about it and want it to be successful. And I think that really comes across. And I, you know, a lot of my customers come in. I'm always, you know, we're always talking friendly to them. They're friendly, and you know, that shows up in our reviews too. They really like the place because they feel like it's, you know, family oriented. If I and I've had that left in the review, which is really nice, and they send all their family there. So I think just being passionate about it is going to come through. And talking about the franchise or, or, or <laughs> the corporate will say, um, no, I mean, they're not there. They're going to give you the tools. They're going to help you if you call them. But ultimately, it's the franchisee who's operating it day to day. And, you know, when you've got that passion, trust me, it comes through. And that's where the success begins. They really don't. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. Was it passion for an automotive shop? No. I mean, no, it was. I had no idea. I, I know how to change oil, but other than that, I had no idea about the automotive industry. And I guess so define your word passion, please. Yeah. So define it. 
Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What does that mean for you? Passion. When you're like, that's what made me successful. Passion for owning a business. Owning a business. Yeah. Owning the business, operating. And honestly, with the automotive, it's helping the customer with their need for their car. Honestly, when you, when you start, when you get into the business and whatever it's, whatever it is, in this case, for me, it's, it's helping customers get back on the road. And that's the way I look at it is they're coming to us with a problem and you know, no one likes to work on their car. And so when they need help, you want to be that person, like we're going to help you and and you gain the trust and it is finding the right people. I mean, it's not me, it's not me alone. It's finding the, the technicians that also feel the same way you know, enjoy their jobs and who want to help and do a good job, right? It's, and it's all those people. It's people up front as well who can convey the same message I am to customers that we're, we're here to help you and do, you know, and do a good job and stand behind work. Obviously, that's always a key thing. You know, it's, you want to support them in any way if they have an issue. But yeah, I mean, it's just being passionate about that and helping the customer. Those two things, you know, passion for running the business and passion for helping people. And automotive, yeah, I mean, that's a learned passion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is it, it, exactly. It's it's that simple, and yet it's endlessly complicated. It's it's so beautiful, just how you know easy it rolls off your tongue that it's passion. It's and you know I and I know that and it's passion. It's your belief in what you want to build for your life. And it's your your heart to give and to serve other people. And I would say that, you know, you're like, it's not just me, it's my team, but it is you, Joe, because you attract people that of high integrity because you're you are a person of high integrity, right? So you're gonna find people that are passionate about their job because they're gonna be attracted to you because you're passionate about what you're doing in your job as the leader and their boss and as a business owner. So I I love, love, love this story. From IT to automotive, competitive market, competitive industry, one would easily argue saturated. Yeah. And you've risen as a top performer in your market. Thank you. Anything else you want to share with these listeners, Joe? Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I could talk about it. Yeah. It's um, yeah. I mean, it's like you said, competitive. And you know, what's funny is um, it's word of mouth too. That's continuing to build. Um, Our, our Google scores are really high. Um, The competition, I think they've just gotten um, complacent. You know, being the top the top location for their company. Well, I still won't. I won't. I'm not going to name anybody. Um, sure. <laughs> but we we would get customers who literally came from them and walked over to us and said, "Can you get me in here?" And I'm like, "Sure, yeah. What's going on?" And they said, "When I walked in there, I just didn't like the way I was being treated over there. I mean, quite literally." And I'm thinking, "You're a customer. You walk through the door of my business. Why would I treat you negatively?" And that's how they felt at the other location. So. We're winning them over just because they're wanted. At our location, we want to take care of them and serve them, and they're not getting that other location. So, yeah, competitive market, they're complacent. Maybe they've been successful for too long. I don't know. But they're losing customers that way. I think this man could go on and become a business coach now. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, I really appreciate you being our special guest here today at Kim Daily TV. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate it.
Such a pleasure. For all those listeners, if this story has inspired you and you are ready to begin your own journey to figure out what your brand is, whether it's fitness or automotive or something unknown, please follow the email on the screen right now or reach directly out to me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv because I can't wait to meet you. Thank you again. I'll see you in the next episode. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.